Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Not sure if you're aware, but it's time for Two Dudes in an NES! Hey, Justin. Hey, man. You want to play... Oh, oh wait. You don't want to play a game, do you? Well, I don't... I don't have a game. Okay. I guess we can do something else. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. You know, I like uh, I like secrets. I like Easter eggs. Easter's right around the corner. Yeah, but... next weekend, yeah. Want to decorate a little Nintendo Easter egg? Sure. Okay. Nintendo give us some Easter eggs throughout history we can talk about. Yeah. Maybe not to tidbits and trivia version of history, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, when, what is the history behind calling them Easter eggs? Do you know? I have no idea. I don't know. I've just... That's what people have always called it, and that's what I've called it. I'm going to guess. I'm going to take a guess. This is strictly a guess to our listeners, so don't call me out when I get this wrong. But uh, I'm going to say since they're just hidden gems, Easter eggs are usually hidden gems. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take a guess, too. I'm going to say that they're colorful and Mm -hmm. they're fun and I'm just blowing smoke. I don't know. What, what if there's like a, if there's several Easter eggs in a game, then there has to be a prize egg. Right, with money in it. Right. Right. Which mm-hmm. some of these that we're going to talk about today kind of are prize eggs, right? Inside yeah, the game. I think, yeah. They have some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, what, what's the first one you want to talk about? Uh, well, Justin... Uh, let me also <laughs> mention that I, I put a bunch of hints on the, on the internet... On the internet, uh-huh. I put some uh-huh. hints. The interweb. Uh, and the www. The, the yeah, the, the triple W's, mm-hmm. tri dubs, mm-hmm. and uh, I was wanting people to guess what our hints were. Right? Guess what the game? What 
Not guess what the hints were. No, no, no. Guess, not guess, what, the, guess yeah. what the hints represented. What Easter yeah. egg hints represented. Mm-hmm. I think I made the hints a little too cryptic. So, but we'll go through them as we go through. And I'll use the hint as kind of a... See if we can guess what it is. But of course, we know what it is. But anyways. Yeah. I put up a, a, a picture of a tombstone that says, Here lies Walt. It wasn't his fault. And that Walt. that Easter egg actually applies <laughs> to Final Fantasy because mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy they um, put up there's a tombstone that you can find in Final Fantasy that says here lies uh, Edric mm-hmm. and Edric is actually the name of the character in Dragon Warrior so it's kind uh, of I guess it's kind of like Final Fantasy saying, well, here we come, Dragon Warrior, you're going down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. So I thought that was and, pretty cool. And Edric was only seven, though? I mean, if you read the dates, it's 873 to 866, which, I don't know. I guess that was make... a seven-year-old. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, anyway... I don't know. I Go just ahead. thought it was kind of cool. It's kind of a... Uh, I don't know if it's it's Final Fantasy having a lot of bravado and saying, hey, you know, too bad, Dragon Warrior. We're better than you. Or if it's just yeah. kind of just them saying, oh, we do realize Dragon Warrior's out there and it's pretty much started something, so we're going to put it in the game. I think, no, I think more... I think I'm going to go with the latter. Or no, the, the, the former and say, I think they were calling them out saying... We're coming after you. Yeah, you're going down. I, I think they were too. I think that that I think that's pretty cool that you can find that in the game. Of course, you'd have to know who Edric was in yeah. order to figure this out. That's another thing about these Easter eggs: is how many people would not not only not find them, but not uh, but not know what they mean or anything like that. Um, tell me what you think about this. And this is kind of off subject, but this reminded me of it. I've always thought. One of the greatest intimidating tactics that a football team could do is, you know, when a like a player dies on their team, they put like a patch that says "R.I.P. the number" or something. Mm-hmm. Well, what if like a team defense came out and had "R.I.P. and the number of the quarterback for the other team? I think that's really disrespectful, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be disrespectful. Would be a little intimidating, maybe. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just the Final Fantasy thing reminded me of it because you know. I mean, that is kind of what they did. Yeah. When they made the game. Yeah. Okay. Before we move on to the next hint, I just want to say that there is an another secret slash hint in Final Fantasy that mm-hmm. we kind of maybe we can kind of tie in with this because it's not really an Easter egg; it's more of a secret. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you can play a sliding puzzle game in Final Fantasy? I did not, but it's as... pretty hard to get to. What you have to do is you have to hold down the A button and press the B button 55 times. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do that, you play a sliding puzzle game, and when you win the sliding puzzle game, you get 100 gold. Or 100 you know, or whatever. Yeah. And that's what's interesting about these things. It's like, hey, I mean, are they supposed to be to where people can just happen on them? I don't think anybody's going to happen on that. No. Hitting I, the button 55 times. You would and have to know. 
Yeah, and the second thing is, is all of these things came out before the internet. You know, now if you tried, to, if you did secrets in the game, it's going to be on the internet. You can just type in whatever game, whatever secret, and you're going to find somebody's got them out there. Back then, that's word of mouth. Mm -hmm. We talked about that in past game discussion, you know, passwords and stuff like that. Uh, this is all word of mouth at that point. Oh yeah, I mean, if let's be honest, Justin, we wouldn't be doing this show. Well, not because of not only because of we have to. It's a podcast, and you release it on the internet, but. You and I would not be talking secrets instead of it wasn't for the internet because I would not have found half of these things probably on my uh, own. Dig, dig. Mm. That's deep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. The next number four. Wait, how many mm -hmm. do we have? Five, six, seven? I th yeah, I think it's like seven. I wouldn't number them because we're getting confused. Okay, yeah. All right. We're not numbering them. Okay, number... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. The next hint that I dropped on the on the uh, interwebs was a picture of a bull standing in a pasture. And I didn't realize... Oh, wait, I guess I should go back real quick. Uh, people, feedback. We'll do feedback on these as we go along, too. So before mm -hmm. we move on to the bull, sorry. Let's go back to Final Fantasy. Uh, Aaron Hickman said, Here lies Link, Final Fantasy. Which is something to note that in the NES version, it did not say Here Lies Link. But in subsequent versions, and the re-releases, it actually they actually changed it to Here Lies Link. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. But the correct answer came from Adam Ford. And he says, Here Lies Edric. So, he also says something about possibly from Epic Mickey, Walt Disney's apartment on the second floor of the fire station. I'd... Hmm. So I guess they do something like that on that too. Alright, anyway, moving on to the bull. Okay. The picture the of the bull was supposed to represent the bald bull in Punch Out. Mm-hmm. Um I think that confused people because the picture of the bull I put had like tons of hair on his head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. You should have put a shaved bull on there. Yeah. I, I later on had to say uh another hint. Perhaps this bull is surely wearing a toupee. So, <laughs> so, Did anybody no, get it? No, nobody got that one. I think it was my fault for putting such a hairy bull. But, yeah. Uh, that actually Maybe. applies to your fight with Bald Bull and Punch-Out. Mm -hmm. um, there's a cool little story on NintendoEverything.com where they talk with Iwata in an interview yeah. about the secrets of the game. And uh, I don't know if it's just the fact that everybody knew this. Of course, I didn't know this. I don't know if everybody just knew this this Easter egg or hint and just never even talked about it because they just assumed everybody knew it. Or nobody even noticed it. But for 22 years, nobody ever really mentioned this. Yeah. But when the bald bull goes to charge you, there's a guy in the crowd that takes a picture of a camera with his mm -hmm. camera. There's a flash. Mm-hmm. And um, when the flash, when the light flashes, uh, that's when you punch. And yeah. you land the body blow. Because everybody's always worried about timing with the bald bull, because he's really hard to time most of the time, coming down. Mm -hmm. But if you just wait for that camera flash, as soon as it flashes, you punch, and you land that body blow, and he goes down. Yeah. But nobody, yeah. Ever, no, but for 22 years, nobody ever mentioned it or said anything it's a, about it's, it. That's neat. You know, I... 
it's it's amazing that little Mac doesn't throw nothing but body blows because he's so small. Well, he has to jump. He's got some ups. Yeah, he's like a child fighting all these characters. But anyway, well, he, he really was like a teenager, I think. Yeah. Well, um, you know that reminds me. Not to get off topic here, but um, you know, in Super Mario Brothers, the original Super Mario Brothers, you could all there's there's you know in, in games you can time things, you can figure things out, and um, you remember the hammer throwers and Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. if they if they jump eight times and then they come after you, so yeah. if you just wait on them and then they'll come after you and you just jump over. Um, Do they not throw hammers when they come after you? I guess they oh, yeah, they're still they're still throwing hammers, but they'll walk for a little bit before they jump, uh-huh. and so you have time to jump over. Okay. And uh, my dad actually figured that one out. Uh, nice. But yeah, anyway, uh, but that's kind of the same thing as this raging bull. Is there's little hints that you can figure out to time things. Um, Did you just say raging or not bull? Ra- not raging bull, <laughs> bald bull. Wrong with me. What wasn't raging bull the nickname for some other boxer? Uh, I don't know, but Raging Bull, that sounds familiar. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's an energy drink. <laughs> that's Red Bull. Yeah. Well, that's... It should have been called Raging Bull, not Red Bull. Yeah, well, R- Red Bull's um, second cousin, Raging Bull. Yeah. He's a little... He's, he's, he's a little... Uh, He's a little off the cuff. He can't really control him, so he couldn't really be the namesake for the for the company. Right. right. Well, he's he the, control him. he's that cousin that you have, you know, that he's somehow always at the bar, and you just yeah. <laughs> you can't. He's, he's always calling you at like two in the morning, like, "Hey, man, come to the bar." Yeah, you can't be. He can't. You can't hold him accountable. Like it's just oh. Yeah. If, if I were to if, if I were to describe. Uh, Raging Bull versus Red Bull in Tom Arnold's and Vladimir Putin's. Mm-hmm. Red Bull would probably be Vlad, and uh, Raging Bull would probably be Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, anyway, Bald Bull, take him down, body shot in the flash. I guess the flash gets in his eyes. Man, it must be. Another he's little... seeing spots for a minute. Yeah, he's seeing spots. Another little tidbit about the bald bull, which is not really an Easter egg, but I just thought it was a cool thing as I was looking up this other uh, secret slash Easter egg. Uh, No other opponent in the game gets up at the count of nine, but the second time you fight bald bull, he always (laughs) gets up at the count of nine. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. That really has nothing to do with Easter eggs or secrets, but I liked it, so I was going to say it anyways. How rude. Are you pulling a Full House reference out on me? Don't Maybe. you dare. Don't you dare. Cut it out. Cut it <laughs> out. Not two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it, dude. All right, moving on. <laughs> please, please stop. We're getting out of hand. We're getting out of hand. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so the next one. The hint that I dropped is a pretty big hint. There's apparently energy drinks that are made in the shape and, and form of... Mega Man energy tanks, mm-hmm. which I want really bad. I want some of these. But uh, that is supposed to represent, uh, in Mega Man 5, 
the secret of the mega tank, as as it is so called. Yeah, I like this one. This one may be one. This one may be my favorite. Go ahead and describe this one, Justin. So basically, you you get a tank when your life is full, and uh, then you want to go to uh, to an area in the level where there's a lot of enemies. All right, and then you what uh, you, you pause, right? Yeah, well, you gotta you you use the yeah energy you tank. pause and you use the energy drink and then and then well I said energy drink but <laughs> the the energy tank and then you come back into the game and all of the enemies have turned into one ups. Yeah, so that's pretty yeah. cool. If you're right. if you have full life and you use an e tank, then mm-hmm. all the bad guys that are around you when you come out of the pause screen, mm-hmm. it, they're all extra lives. Yeah. And that's one that I think, you know, like, some of these that we're talking about, you'll never figure out. Like, I just don't think, like, Final Fantasy, you're going to hit the button 55 times. Nobody's going to figure that out. But this one, I think somebody could have figured out by accident. Oh, why would I use my energy tank? I've got a full life. And then you come back into the game, and you notice one of these bad guys is now one up. Yeah. Well, you'd probably be pretty upset at first. Yeah. Like, I was saving that for the robot at the end. Yeah, yeah. But then but you then, come back out, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, so you know, um, it'd be a pleasant surprise, and then once you figure it out, you can just keep, you can enhance that by going to areas with a lot of bad guys. Figure, um, but yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That there's uh, there's a lot of games in which you can do that. You know, we can talk about where you can get a lot of extra lives. There's little parts of the game. One that comes to mind, again, not to go back to this game again, but Super Mario Brothers, where you can kick the turtle shell over and over on the, I think it's the third step and World 3 2. Is that it? Uh, I don't remember which world it is, but I think it's something like that. It's like, it's the dark level. But you know, you know it's the one where the turtle comes down the stairs at the end. Mm hmm. And then you, there's two turtles, you kick the second. And, um, if you can time it where you can hit it on that third step and just kick it over and over again. But it's kind of like the Mega Man thing. But I always uh, was amazed at that because my grandmother knew how to do that. And I'm not <laughs> real sure how she figured that out. Kicking that turtle shell over and over again. But Probably how all of us figured these things out. It's by accident. Yeah. But uh, Or did she get a subscription to Nintendo Power? That we Maybe. didn't know about. Maybe she did. I don't know. What? The, yeah. Grandma and her Nintendo power. You just can't pry her away from it. That's true. But uh, yeah, the Mega Man. Uh, that's a really cool one and uh, really useful too. Yeah. It, well, I'm, I guess maybe we could have. We probably could have done an Easter egg show and a secret show separately because the secret show could have been like really long. Could have like fifteen secrets or something. Yeah. But anyways, Easter egg shows. Yeah. Sacred shows. It's all the same. We'll probably do another show on Easter egg. Maybe next year do an Easter egg. uh, Make it a yearly thing. A yearly thing? We're just finding more and more Easter eggs every year? Easter eggs for Easter. Yes. That's a good good idea. All right. Moving on, moving on. Well, Uh, I guess uh, to... The feedback, real quick. Um, 
William Old says, he's talking about the energy drinks. He says, I've seen these, but I don't know if they're still around. Mm -hmm. He has an E-Tank mug that he sometimes drinks out of. That's, That's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. And he says he thinks he knows this hint. He said there should be a bird in the picture, too. Uh, I think he may have been... There's another thing that you can do in Mega Man 5. I think it's 5 or 6 or 1. Uh, I can't remember. But there's another thing you can do where if you get everything in the game, like all the E-Tanks, then you get like a bird or something as, <laughs> as a pet. Kind of like Rush, the dog. You get like a bird that you can use. A canary. Yeah, uh, yeah. Helps you get out of the mines. Yeah. yeah. Or wait, no. Helps you decide yeah. if the mines are toxic. Poisonous. Yeah, toxic. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what he was thinking of. Which is also something kind. Of, that's also could be an Easter egg, I guess. But. Yeah, I think Putin would like Mega Man. What do you think? Putin, yeah. Putin rejoices at the thought <laughs> of robots killing robots. Robot man, yeah. He liked robot man. I, I'm just gonna say probably a robot guy. He, yeah, he's got to be a robot guy. Mm -hmm. All okay. right, moving on. The next one is hit number four was Masters of Disguise, and it was a picture of those glasses with the nose mm -hmm. and the little mustache. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. This is another one of my favorites. Yeah, this was uh, this was a really hard hint. For people to get, because I guess because I just made it way too cryptic and it's hard for people to figure out. Yeah, Aaron Hickman had a lot of good guesses as far as games that had disguises in them. He guessed Little Nemo, Ninja Crusaders, Kirby, because you know all these games you transform into something else. And even Super Mario Brothers Three. Yeah, it could have been Super Mario Brothers Three. I mean, yeah. Uh, and al although Kirby kind of looks like an Easter egg sometimes. <laughs> It's not Kirby. It's actually none of these games. This is the, this was a hard one because it's actually not... The disguises doesn't have anything to do with the game itself. Mm -hmm. And the game is Super Mario Brothers, the first one. Yeah. This is, this is probably one of my favorite Easter eggs, too. This one's about Bowser's disguises, right? Yeah, so, this is one that I found by accident playing that I never quite um, understood until we talked about this for the show. Right. Oh, you know, if you, so basically when, and Bowser and one through seven in the castles, if you kill them with the fireballs, then they turn into something else. And what that's supposed to represent is, uh, like a Goomba disguised as Bowser. And, uh, I or whatever remember. he turns into. Right. Right. Sometimes he turns into a spiny or a, or the blooper uh, or a hammer brother or whatever. And they actually yeah, increase in difficulty as the worlds yeah. increase. Like there's so World One's a Goomba, World Two's a Troopa, World Three's a Buzzy, World Four's a Spiny, World Five's mm -hmm. a, a Lakitu, World Six is a Blooper, and World Seven is Hammer Brother. So Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, Hammer Brother, that's well, that's just insult to injury that you get a hammer brother I just kill Bowser but I guess if you've got a if you if you're fireball throwing Mario you don't have much to worry about right if you can keep fireball throwing Mario throughout the whole game somehow yeah then, uh, I, I agree I, it, it's almost kind of a cheap way yeah because every Bowser is just so easy you just shoot a bunch of fireballs at him yeah 
You know, did I ever tell you that when I was a kid, uh, it's the way Mario looks when he when he did when he um, um, throws the fireball. I always thought it was he was spitting fireballs. I did too. I, I used to like call he it holds a his spitter. hand up to his mouth. Yeah, I used to call it a spitter. Yeah, the spitter, the spitter Mario. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually thought he was spitting fireballs. I don't know. We should put like a poll up on on see yeah. who actually how many people actually thought that he was spitting fireballs instead of throwing them. Yeah, because it looks like he's spitting fireballs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. All right, moving on. So the last hint that I actually put up on Facebook is not the last hint we'll talk about. But the last hint I put up on Facebook was a picture of a cat, a little kitty cat. A black cat with white <laughs> paws, which looks like my cat that I had when I was in, uh, when I was in, uh, in my younger days. Anyways, I named my cat after a video game character. And mm-hmm. the hint was Michael named his cat after a video game ta- character, and she immediately left on a difficult journey, a quest, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. So. Do you want me to say it or do you yes. The name of my cat? Yeah. Go ahead, you said. It was Zelda. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Cute little Zelda. She, yeah. had a bro- she had a brother named Link. Now this was the cat too that uh, would didn't wouldn't she come back? Didn't I guess she we come back after being gone for a long time. After being gone for a long time. This would be a good time to uh talk about this cat because this is probably a pretty funny <laughs> little segment if we talk about the cat for a minute yeah this cat was she was pretty crazy she was really <laughs> sweet she almost acted like a dog when she was around people she'd play fetch and she would like just kind of be like a lap cat when she's mm-hmm. around people but at night <laughs> we would leave the we would leave her a, a way to get out of the house mm-hmm. and she would escape at night but she'd always come back mm-hmm. but nine times out of ten she would come back pregnant because, it, yeah. <laughs> because we never got her, we never got her fixed. She was a lady of the night. She was a lady of the night. Poor Zelda. But you know the thing about uh, was she the cat or was it Link that like went to the like the lower the neighborhood lower down? And, like you'd see her every now and then, and then like they'd come back. No, that I was Link. That, see Zelda, Zelda, she died at one point mm-hmm. because I guess. Somebody got her. I don't know. She just died. But Link yeah. lived on for a long time. But it seemed like after Zelda died, Link ran away. But we would see him out. like in in everybody else's yard all the time. Mm-hmm. He was always in the other neighborhoods, or we'd see him. And every now and then he'd come back to the house and lay on the porch. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like it's like he knew. It's like well, it's time for me to move on. Like a like a kid when he turns eighteen. And he just he leaves and he goes and lives somewhere else, and he comes back home to visit. Or yeah. maybe he may not really understood what happened, and since he was named Link and she was named Zelda, maybe he just thought that she had been nabbed by Ganon. Maybe. And uh, he decided he was going off on all these quests to try to get her back. Indeed. And when, when he after he would fail, he'd come back and lay down on the porch and be like, "Ugh, yeah, another hard day." Zelda was the one that could escape. Like she could get in and out of the house, right? She could open doors. 
Oh yeah, yeah. She could open doors somehow. Like even yeah. when we would try to keep her in, she would still get out at night. I have no <laughs> idea, and I have no idea how she would do it. Well, maybe we should talk about the actual Easter egg of the game. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me about uh, tell me so about this, the Zelda. So in Zelda, when you played the first Zelda on NES, if you play through it all the way to the end and you beat it, then you're presented with a second quest. You get to mm-hmm. play it again. And, well, the, the a cool thing is the reason that they did this is because when after they made the whole game, they realized, wow, we only took up like half the space on this cart. Mm-hmm. We can, so we can do something, we can do a lot more if we just want to fill it up. So they made a second quest. But anyway, yeah. the, the Easter egg is that if you want to just skip that first quest altogether, all you got to do is name your character Zelda. If you name your character Zelda, you start on the second quest instead of the first quest. Yeah. So that's Pretty that's neat. that's the Easter egg. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. And it's an it's a good way to do it if you don't want to go through the whole quest to get to the second quest. Yeah. Right, but it's one of those things that you would have to just happen upon it. Yeah. You know, you can't you wouldn't I mean, it's either word of mouth or accidental that you just <laughs> named your character Zelda. I'd say that that would happen probably more often than not. Yeah, it probably would. I mean, you just name your character after the name of the game. Because most people probably thought that the name of the character in the game was Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't really give you a whole lot of... They don't really tell you a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is... Aaron Hickman said this is his favorite Easter egg. All right. He, he put it on our on our feedback wall. Quit. Cool. What did you just say? Quit. <laughs> Quit. Um, That's cool. Makes uh, it sweet. It's quit. Let, let's uh, take a quick break here, and then uh, we'll be right back. I just want to say that uh, the two dudes in the Nest show, it's like the greatest thing since, like, the cheese log. I mean, what did we do before we had logs of cheese? I mean, in the same way, uh, how were we able to live without two dudes in a nest? I mean, you know, uh, it's just just amazing how far technology has come from the cheese log to two dudes in a nest. I just thought I'd add that little bit of enlightenment to all of your lives so um carry on uh and be sure to thank both uh, both folks and all folks in charge of two dudes and a nest as well as the creator of cheese log have a wonderful day all right uh sorry about that quick break we don't usually do like commercial breaks in our show but uh for all of our friends who listen we probably don't have any friends who listen i had to pull a carl so, oh man! I'm just gonna leave it at that. I hope somebody out there listens and knows what that means. <laughs> it's kind of an inside joke for us that will probably remain an inside joke. Yeah. If you really, really want to know, listeners, what pulling a Carl is? Email us or send us a private message because it's a super secret thing. It's an Easter egg, yeah. if you will, and the only way to find that Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> 
is to contact us oh, directly. You don't want to find that Easter egg. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. So, finished up our, our cat talk. Yep. Finished up the cat talk. Finished up the Welcome Zelda talk. Welcome to the Cat Fancy Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we also yeah. finished up the Zelda talk. I mentioned that Aaron, it was yeah. Aaron's favorite. Yeah. All right. So, we're down to our last two. I don't know if this is counting down from seven. I've lost complete track. I'm glad we didn't try to keep track of it. So we're down to our last two. So number two on our list, our top list, is the Super Mario 3 Whistles. Whistles. Yeah. (laughs) That that was awful. (laughs) That wasn't even the the jingle, was it? (laughs) I tried to do the jingle, but then, yeah. Um, you want to take another stab at that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like I can't do it. I can hear it in my head, but I can't translate. Oh, boy. All right. Mm. We may need to take another break. You, need, you may need to pull another car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the whistle. And, you know, you get so to get the first one, you have to hunker down on that block. That's the craziest fall. thing. How would anybody yeah. ever figure that out? I don't know. And then you fall behind the world. It's like, uh, um, you, you know, it's like this is a stage setup. And you go behind the scene, behind the stage. Yeah. Well, actually, did they not? I think, I think that they had it in the movie The Wizard. I think he did that in The Wizard. I may be completely hmm. wrong, um, and I'm sure people are going to hate us for being wrong as usual. But uh, I think it was in the Wizard, and I think that's how some people knew how to do that. Okay, I don't know how I figured it out. I don't either. I think some, I somebody had to it. told me how to do it or something. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. But then the second whistle in the first world. Uh, the, when you go in the dungeon, and then you get the you get the fly, the 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 wings, and you kill the bones guy, then you um, have to fly up above the world basically. Mm-hmm. Then finally you get to the point where you can just go on top, and you just run and jump, or you just run, and eventually. Sometimes though, it didn't really work, and I don't. I'm not real sure why. Sometimes you would run up there for a minute before it would take you to where the whistle was. I don't understand. I think why it, there was, was a door. I, I assume. Mm-hmm. And you had to get to the door, and maybe the door is the yeah. way at the end of the of the castle. But sometimes it was like it would go really easily, just like oh, just, as soon as you got up there and you just ran to the end, it would just take you right to it. And then sometimes it's like you'd have to run run around for a minute to uh, get the second whistle. Anyway, you get the two whistles, you go to the world, you beat the first world, you get to the second world, and then you can whistle right to uh, World 8. Yep. And there's another whistle. Yeah. Do you know where the third whistle is? I used to remember, but I, don't, I can't recall. Yeah. What is I don't know me either. We're 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 not very good. We're not very good nest dudes. <laughs> we're not very good two dudes. To not even know where uh, the third whistle is in Mario. Uh, uh, 
I guess you were probably relying on me to say, yeah, it was uh, actually right over here, but not. I was. You failed me miserably. You should know better than that. <laughs> I won't ever rely on you again. Yeah, whistle. I, I'm I'm gonna Google it while we're talking here. Okay. Um, well, then I will just talk about how after discovering the whistles, I don't think I ever played any of the levels two two no. through seven again. Yeah. Although every now and then, and every now and then, I would I would stop off in uh, Big World, the little Big World or whatever, just because it was so much fun. When everything was giant, mm-hmm. every now and then I'd I'd mm-hmm. take a take a little pee break at the at the big world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's kind of like the original Super Mario Brothers too. Once you figure out where the warp zones are, you just don't play the game anymore. Yeah. Um. So here's the third whistle uh, is in World Two. With the Boomerang Brothers, remember the Boomerang Brothers would come into the world and mm-hmm. fight them. Yeah. It wasn't an actual level. And the players will then obtain a hammer, and you break which down must the, be used. The, the boulder. Yeah, I remember now. The right, the right of the map screen. Yep. You go to the secret passage. There's a toad house, uh, which contains three frog suits and a fire brother. Defeating the fire brother awards the player a whistle. Okay. Also. In World 5-1, in the Japanese version only, got to be the Japanese version to do this one, um, there's a glitch in 5-1 that makes a random item appear at the end of the level. It can be done by flying above the stack of blocks at the end of the level. After that, behind the roulette box, the player will notice glitch traffic. By hitting it from a uh, far left corner, the player will either earn 5 extra lives or a warp whistle. Um, it was removed from the American release in both American and Japanese version of Super Mario Bros. All-Stars, Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros. 3 Remake, thus not allowing the player to obtain this world whistle. It's only in the Japanese version and none of the uh, subsequent versions of this game. Why would you want one all the way in World 5 anyways? I know, that's what I was about uh, to say. I don't know. You're, you're in 5, then move on. Just, you're obviously playing the game 3. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. are we ready to go to number one? The number one. You want to drop off, uh, drop off an honorable mention first? Uh, hmm. Let's think. Oh, what about the minus world? Mario Brothers. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. You remember how to get to it's the minus world? It's kind of a world? glitch, really. Yeah. Which, yeah, which would a... be the reason why it's not in our real list, because it's just a... one of the. It's just a, it's yeah. a, just an honorable mention because it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's just more of a glitch than an actual Easter egg, right? Um, so it's it's one of the more famous ones, though. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that honorable mention. But it's kind of a glitch to where it's not really like if you, it's maybe cool to do, but you don't really want to do it a lot because it's it's definitely it's Definitely does not enhance the game. No, it actually at prevents all. you from playing the game if you get to yeah. minus world. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Anyway. Uh, if you, I, then this is one that I knew about, but I couldn't do very well. It's really kind of hard to do, uh, in my opinion. You stand on the pot in, in world one, two, standing on the pipe that leads to the flagpole at the end of the level, and uh, you move to the far left, duck. While facing left, and jump 
and then while the uh, while you're in the air, move right. And when he's about to come back down, he should just be under the ceiling, and um, and then you go uh, move through the pipe and through the wall into the warplane. Yeah, I couldn't. I've never been able to do it. I've tried several times. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of a convoluted way to do things. Well, uh, you're not supposed to be able to do it, so yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that is interesting about this one is uh, uh, the Famicom disc system version. Have you heard about this one? Probably. I don't know. You you, you access the you access it the same way. Um, but it's really different. It's, it's like World 1-3, because the original Minus World is like 7-2, I believe. That's right? 7-2? Yeah, it's 7-2, but it's a water, uh, water, ver- water level. Yeah. But this one is a version of 1-3, uh, with underwater. And it has like really weird stuff. They have multiple floating princess toadstools. <laughs> and a floating, uh, this is the best one. And a floating headless Bowser. Oh, now that is a scary <laughs> minus world. So the Famicom minus world is a little more obscure. This sounds like a horror movie. Floating princesses. Yeah. All right, let's move on yeah. to number one. All number right. one is the Metroid password system. Mm-hmm. And just the passwords in Metroid. Now, this is one that you'd never figure out, in my opinion. Yeah, see, Unless your name is Justin Bailey. <laughs> right, and you just decide you want to try to enter your name. As a password, yeah. Yeah. So, what's mm-hmm. cool about the Metroid... Hit that out. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what's cool about the Metroid password system is they actually had, like, a... Not only they had passwords, but they also had a system where you couldn't hack it and make your own because there was like this check. They had like this check mm-hmm. system to make sure if it make sure mm-hmm. it was a real password. So a lot mm-hmm. of I guess we should preface this by saying a lot of NES games had password systems that obviously the obviously the, the coders didn't want to put in every single permutation of a password. So they had a system mm-hmm. where, you know, if this one's one, this one's two, then you get this weapon and you're on this level or whatever. So a lot of them are mm-hmm. easily them cracked are... and easily hacked. And you can go on the internet now and do, like, password generators and stuff that that will find passwords, like for Mega Man. If you want to be on certain boss with certain weapons and stuff, the passwords mm-hmm. are easily hacked where you can do that. Well, Metroid was not one of these that you could easily hack and make up your own passwords and get to certain points because it had like a fail safe to make sure that that you found the right password, right? Mm-hmm. So there's two famous passwords that we now know of um, for Metroid. One of them's Justin Bailey and then the other one's is uh, Narpus Sword. And these are mm-hmm. ways to have all the weapons, but I think like a bathing suit version of Samus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you start the game with all this stuff, right? Right. Well, so yeah. what's cool is that there's these these passwords, especially the Justin Bailey password, they're probably only discovered by just complete fluke. <laughs> 
And it's not that, and it's mm-hmm. not that it's just you don't just type in Justin Bailey. You type in Justin Bailey and like a bunch of zeros or something. Yeah. So it's cool. What's cool about it is somebody would have had to just been like Justin Bailey zero 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 zero, and then oh hey look at that. I am Where I'm a naked Samus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless, like I said, unless your name is Justin Bailey, how many Justin Baileys are out there in the world? I don't know. Isn't there a story about just like there's a bunch of different um, theories about Justin Bailey? There was one really cool theory that I read, and I can't remember yeah. what it was. It has something to do with like the Austin, uh, like the Australian word for bathing suit is Bailey or something. So by doing yeah, Justin Bailey's, been... it's like they're. She's just in Bailey's, you know, like she's just in her bathing yeah. suit or something like that. There's like, there's some conspiracy theories out there. The Metroid database uh, has tried to debunk the myths. Why it's deliberately, that it, it was deliberately coded. They say it wasn't deliberately coded. So this is a quote from the Metroid database saying that Justin Bailey password is total fluke. If you play around with Metroid's password system, something you can do with the Metroid password generator program found in fan apps, you can come up with other names and words that work as passwords. The Justin Bailey code is one which was found early on and happened to work pretty well, so it became widely reported. But no... Don't know what... There has to be a reason, right? Yeah, I don't know. You would think. And Narp- Who is Justin Bailey? Yeah. Justin, if you're out there, we are in search That's, of you, Justin Bailey. We need to call. Here's what we got to do. We got to call Rob McCallum. So once you get done with this NES Club documentary. Do a documentary in search of Justin Bailey? The search for Justin Bailey. Huh. It's better than Bobby Fisher. Yes, yeah. That's a good one. I like that. I'd yeah. watch it. The search for Justin Bailey. It's kind of like, isn't there yeah. a, like, I can't remember. Maybe the Angry Video Game Nerd. Some, somebody's doing a documentary right now or just done one or about to do one where they're in search of all the old E.T. carts that were supposedly buried in the desert. The Atari 2600 <laughs> E.T. carts. Yeah, yeah. Trying to search those down. Huh. So That's interesting. Yeah. There's, uh, you know... When we had Rob on the show, we kind of talked about it. But with uh, the technology, with cameras nowadays, and obviously with like crowdfunding things, you can do documentaries on just about anything. And there's an audience for documentaries. Almost, you know, documentaries have really gained popularity. And uh, are you trying to you say know, you want to start a Kickstarter where you and I try to maybe. try to search down Justin Bailey? Yeah, we're gonna need Rob's help. Though. Yeah. Rob, I hope you still listen to the show after your show. I got a, I got this mm-hmm. funny feeling that anytime we have guests on, they only listen to the show that they're on and they just quit listening to us. Either that, yeah. They just think, those guys are idiots. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. I guess we should move on, too. We've been talking for a while about this. And we've gotten off on a lot of tangents. Mm-hmm. So, how about a little feedback? We got a new rating on iTunes. Yeah, I do want to talk about. This I don't story. think you're going to like this about one. the four star. Well, no, I, I go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll say my piece. Up. I like. I'm not angry. Okay, all right. Go ahead. All right, this one is from. It looks like Fish Lips J. Mm-hmm. He says this is an awesome show. I love listening to the next week's soundtrack and trying to figure out which game it is. 
That and also listening to Justin massacre every ja- single Japanese name he tries to read. And here it comes. My only problem <laughs> is some of the history and trivia for games seems wrong. I find myself yelling the truth while listening to it at work. And he actually says trivia for signs games. S-I-N-E-S. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's a typo. Uh, I just kind of figured out the typo. Anyways. Here's my thing. Here's my rebuttal. I don't have any rebuttal for the Japanese names, and I will probably continue to say them. Well, quick. he liked that, so. Yeah. But the history thing, I'm kind of just a product of what the internet gives me. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't have a lot of, like, I don't have, like, a Nintendo Power collection library in my basement. I probably should to research these things. So I'm kind of just going on what the internet tells me, and you know how the internet is. Um, but I encourage all of our listeners, not just uh, Fish Lips J, to, uh, if you ever uh, uh, find inaccuracies, call us out. And we'll do like a corrections thing on the next show with... Um, you know, like newspapers do. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, say, we'll say, well, we said this when this was our source for this, and I can always say, you know, here, here's where I'm reading this from. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that so, uh, Fishlips J, for example, told us that that's actually inaccurate. Here's the real story. Yeah, we can do that. And also, if it's a huge inaccuracy, like we said, the name of the character in Super Mario Brothers was Sam or something. The, the main character was Luigi. Yeah, if we do something, if we really screw something <laughs> up and you call us out on it, I may just send you a game, co- a, yeah. a Steam game code, if it's a big if it's a big screw-up on our part. So mm-hmm. definitely, if you hear us say something wrong, call us out. Of course, we're going to research it after you call us out. We're not just going to take you for your word. Yeah, right. yeah, so don't just tell us that Luigi is yeah, the Yeah, don't just say, hey, you know, Luigi was actually the main character in... Uh, <laughs> Because yeah. we're not gonna just be, okay. we're not gonna go on the next show and be like, well, Phil uh, Fishlips J said it was Luigi that was the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, although we could say that and say, well, look, listen to what this guy's saying. <laughs> we won't do that. We won't do that. If yeah. you're wrong, yeah, we'll, we'll, just, wrong. we'll just move on. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Mike, uh, you want to do the shout-outs this week, or the? Uh... Uh, not shout-outs, but, you know... Yeah, I guess we could... Actually, we could do shout-outs, because normally, normally our shout-out segment is our announcer on the show. But since mm-hmm. this show didn't have an announcement, I'll do a quick shout-out uh, to some people. Everybody go mm-hmm. listen to the Retro Junkies. All the shows on the yes. Retro Junkies. We are a part of the Retro Junkies, and you need to go listen to the Retro Junkies. A few... I don't, no, don't want to say any of them, because there's so many, and if I forget one, I'll feel bad. But mm-hmm. go listen to them. You know, you got the yeah. Uh, retro, realretrojunkies.com is a good place to find them. Mm-hmm. If you go on Facebook and you find the Retro Junkies on Facebook, you'll find a lot of stuff about them. So go listen to them. Um, and then, I guess us, you can find us on Facebook. If you're not following us on Facebook yet, get on there. Follow along. Yeah. Follow and uh, follow on Twitter. Follow on Twitter. Talk to each other. I, people are starting to talk to each other more and more. I don't know if it's because we've asked them to, or if it's just because yeah. it's just becoming a thing to do. But I like it. Let's start a Nest community. Yeah, 
I'm sure there's a ton of nest <laughs> communities, but there's not a two dudes in a nest community. So let's do right. that. And you can find us on Google Plus also. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher and all that good stuff. We do have two feeds now. Um, if you want to listen to us in HD... Ooh. Yeah. See, when it, on our normal feed that we pushed iTunes, and I'm sorry iTunes users, because of bandwidth issues, we have to push out a smaller feed. So the quality is a little bit less. And the, the, the reason we decided to do an HD feed is because... The, we have a lot of music on the show. If it was just us talking, it wouldn't matter. But because we have a lot of music, we right. also have an HD feed. So if you want to listen in HD, you can go on Facebook and find the, the spot where I put the HD feed, which may be really difficult to do. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. If you listen to us on Stitcher, that is in HD. So the music may sound slightly better. Yeah. All right. So do you want to drop a hint to our special summer project or are we just gonna not do a hint this week? Uh okay. Um the hint to our special summer project is John Leguizamo. Oh mm. okay. Alright. We're reenacting the play the play Romeo and Juliet, modern style. What? Why did you like... just have to give it away? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, sorry, just hints. <laughs> Anyways, here com- here comes the bloops and bleeps for next week's game. All right, thanks everybody. See y'all. <laughs>